What should we expect from A-Day and how has spring gone so far? Let's ask one of the team leaders about all of that on today's Locked On Auburn. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me, Jason Jones, Auburn defensive lineman. We're just, uh, as this comes out, it's the day before A-Day, Jason. I'm sure uh, I'm sure you're excited to get out in front of some Auburn fans in Jordan-Hare Stadium and Hit the same guys you've been hitting for the last several weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Obviously, it is a big day. Um, again, like you said, we get the hit. I mean, I love playing football personally, and I bet a lot of these other uh, players do too. So getting to play in yeah. front of some fans was going to be amazing. Yep, yep. Curious to see what the weather looks like. Has that been part of the discussion? Uh, oh, I mean, it looks like rain's going to be a big part of it. Yeah, but – Whatever happens, happens. We'll we'll find a way. We'll find a way to do it. So Hugh Freeze is bringing in a lot of new things during his tenure at Auburn, and I guess the latest new thing that he's doing is kind of changing up the structure of a day a little bit. And Jason, I like it. I like it. For folks who are unaware, uh, the defense is going to start up twenty four points, twenty four to nothing, and we'll see if the offense. They've got sixty minutes running clock, no quarters or anything like that. Just an hour of you guys doing reps over and over and over again, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, what what were your thoughts when, when I, I guess, did he tell the team that? How did, how was that information given to y'all? Yeah, he told us, but um, I honestly like the, the the way that it's formatted, 60-minute running clock. Um, there's there's going to be live re- uh, live refs. Um, yeah. And just go. Like, he's just letting us play and he's letting us have fun. And I, I really like that um, from Freeze and – yeah, up, up, we're, so the defense is up 24 points, um, and the offense just pretty much just has to score. If they don't score, if they don't get enough points, then the defense wins and vice versa. Yeah, we speculated earlier this week like what the number would be. We mm-hmm. kind of like 27, 23, 24, so we were all over it, 24 points. Uh, how do you feel about that? You think the defense will uh, You think the defense will win on Saturday? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we – I think so too. As as a collective whole, the defense has, has done an amazing job at practice. Um, we've we've really came together as a unit. To um, you know, we really really came together as a unit. Yeah. Um, came discipline, all that stuff. So I mean, I'm again, I'm excited to see um, how we're going to play all together uh, Saturday. And if the weather is a factor, I mean, that's gonna that's gonna benefit you guys, you guys as well. Oh yeah, a lot. What's what? What have you seen? What have you seen from this offense? I mean, you go up against it every day, and there's got a lot of good versus good in practice. It sounds like so. You as a starter on this team, you're you're going up against the opposing ones. What have you seen from well, this I can tell freeze you, Philip Montgomery offense? Yeah, well, I can tell you uh, firsthand is that um, freeze shows you a lot of different looks, and you pretty much have have to guess on what's going to come because you think one thing, and then other things going to happen. Then you see the same thing again. Oh, yeah, this one happened. Then something else happens. So, this, I think this offense keeps you guessing and keeps you on your uh, on, on your toes, and you really got to uh, lock in and key in. 
Um, again, uh, the offensive line has been a big, a big part of that as well. Um, Avery Dillon, Gunner, um, Connor Liu, and mm-hmm. uh, Stutz, all they, they've all been great all season. I mean, all uh, all all spring, uh, spring, yeah, yeah, all spring, and um, and they've been a big part of the offense. And again, I'm really, I'm really excited. <laughs> you know, what I mean, to to you know, showcase. Yeah, no, to see everything that's going on. I'm with you. As far as like preparation for the season, right? I mean, you 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 build your football team in the spring, and then you get ready for games in the fall. When, when you're going up against a Hugh Freeze, Philip Montgomery style offense, and it sounds like Hugh Freeze talks about it's going to be a merge of the two, which those are two very good offensive philosophies to merge together. I, I think that should be pretty successful. As a defensive guy going up against it, I would think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would think it would benefit you guys once you get into fall and you start preparing for the season a little mm-hmm. bit and you see these more complex offenses throughout conference play. Um, yeah. I would assume it would help you guys with all of that. Yeah. Um, again, every every team has their own way of running their offense. And with freeze, you get a little bit of everything. So not only does it help the offense, but also helps the defense. Um I'd say, I guess, get used to seeing those types of looks. So it makes yeah. it easier for us in the fall to execute what we have to do. Sure. How different is what you guys are doing? We talked about this a few weeks ago when we were like a week or two in the spring. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it seems like the defensive line is lining up in different types of fronts than it did in the past. I know you can't get super specific with that, but what what has your experience been with that over the last few months? Uh, as far as what, like, different. as far as I, I mean, it seems like you guys have to be aware of more of what's going on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, coach and coach Ron has, has given us a lot of different, um, obviously the expectations high, the, the, the D lines, the anchor of, of the defense. And, um, and like, like I've always said in the past to other people and the players and stuff like that, the more, you know, the more value, the more valuable you can be. So, Moving a few guys here to tackle, moving this guy to end, moving this guy to nose can be very beneficial. Saying down a stretch, um, God, God forbids that somebody gets injured, we can right. start moving around bodies and stuff like that. So it makes the defense run a whole lot smoother once everybody knows a lot of different positions. How fun has it been for you playing the three tech, not just being the nose, but also kind of being that other interior defensive lineman? Has that been fun for you moving around a little bit? Yeah, more? yeah it's been it's been a whole lot of fun. And um, like I said, like as long as I'm playing defensive line, I'm fine. I can shoot. I, I can be playing Jack for all I care. You know what I mean? I'd love to see you at Jack. <laughs> I would love to see you covering the flats, Jason. Get you a little hey, pick. Like six I said, hey, some people forget that last spring ball I actually dropped in the strong hook. So a lot of people forget wow. about that. If you go back and you have that, if you if you have still have it, then you can go go back and watch that. So you're you're saying, hey, putting you in coverage, it may work. I mean, Robert's in the past; he does a lot of creeper stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I'm sure it's in the playbook. Hey, only time will tell. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's cool. Uh, as far as as far as what we've seen from that Jack position, I mean, it's like there there's a nice mix of. Elijah McAllister, who spoke to the media earlier this week, seems like a very, very impressive young man. Um, and then on the other side of that, you've got Keldrick Falk, who is just this very, very gifted 
human being who just hasn't really played at the college level yet. What's that dynamic mm-hmm. look like? Uh, with them too, I mean, you have McAllister, who's extremely experienced, who's been in the SEC for a long time. Yeah. Um, who, who knows what he's doing. And then on the other side, you have an unexperienced freshman or early enrollee. But both of them, like, they're extremely strong. They bring a lot of value to this uh, defense and defensive line, uh, especially with Keldrick. Um, obviously, like, him being so young, got to yeah. tweak this, fix a little bit of that. But he's not too far off, in my opinion. And he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, like I told you in, in, in other interviews. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see it, too. All right, Jason, I'm going to ask you who all has really stood out from your perspective throughout spring so far going into A-Day in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. Be sure to check out our friends at FanDuel, new customers at FanDuel. Get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 as bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss out on the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. FanDuel.com slash Locked On. That is FanDuel.com slash Locked On to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Jason, from your perspective, let's start with the defensive line and we'll go kind of hop around from there. Give me a name or two at each position if you can, if you feel comfortable uh, with the defensive line. Other than yourself, I've heard that you've yeah. absolutely killed it this spring. So other than yeah. yourself, who on the defensive line has impressed you over the well, last First of all, I appreciate that. But um, as far as defensive line, um, like I said, the room is such an expectation. And one person that's been showing up and showing out the most uh, at a high level every single day has been Marcus Harris. Um, you see him striking, getting off blocks, running to the ball. And we, we preach running to the ball a lot because that shows that you care in the, mm-hmm. in, in the effort. So Marcus Harris has been doing um, – has, he's, he's, he's been doing bits. Um, as far as linebackers, um, one name that people sometimes forget, I'm, I'm extremely um, – I'm ready to see Eugene Asante, honestly. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I mean, this this past this this spring ball, he's been doing really good, and like extremely well, hitting gaps, doing what he's supposed to do. And a lot of us um, have have been seeing it, and we, we we've been complimenting him, pushing him to um, obviously be even better each and every day. So he's so he's been really really good. Um, as far as corners, or I would say secondary, just to you know keep it in yeah, the same. Yeah, sure. Category. I always see KN Lee. Everyone's excited to see him. I'm excited to see him as well. Um, extremely strong uh, for him to be a corner. Extremely strong, heavy, uh, can move in space. Um, coverage really, really good just to come out of high school. His feet you know I mean? are so good. His feet's really good. His yeah. feet's really good. It looks like he, he's been in college for a minute. You know, Doesn't I mean? look like an 18-year-old. At, at all. all. Yeah. At all. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see KN uh, yeah, live in action as well. Uh, am I missing anybody? Am, am I missing uh, a position? No, I mean, and, and I know, you, I know you kind of put all the DBs together, but what about the nickel position? What have you seen from that? Um, could be wrong, nickel. Okay. Um, I know all that happens so far behind you. Who's that nickel? I mean, I'm. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've heard good things about Keontae. Heard things oh, about Donovan, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Heard I, things about Marquise Gilbert. Yeah, yo. So we we call nickel differently. So that's why I was like, oh, who's that nickel? You know, but you know, uh, Keontae's done really star good. now, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we call it star. So Keontae's done done really good. He's he's again he's he's improving every single day. 
Um, and he's always looking for ways to improve. And he never talks back. He he listens to feedback. He says yes, sir. Puts his yeah. head down and keeps working. So, yeah. And then I guess DJ James, like we haven't really heard a whole lot about DJ other than no. just like he's doing DJ James well, things. Yeah, right? DJ DJ is just DJ. Hey, won't call him top for no reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what do you, what do you call him? <laughs> oh, we, we we call him top, or okay. I do at least. I do. It's, it's I like that. It's a it's a thing. A while, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. No, I get it. I'm sure y'all have a lot of that stuff. And you guys go go back even when y'all were at Oregon. Together. At Oregon. Oh, he was doing the same thing at Oregon. Yeah, he was doing yeah. the same thing at Oregon. Yeah, DJ DJ just doing DJ things. I mean, same old DJ. He's doing well. He's doing extremely well. All right. Let's um let's move into some listener questions because it kind of works to the other side of the the football. Um, somebody asked, I'm trying to get the name. They asked who the best offensive lineman, the toughest offensive lineman that you've gone up against this spring. And then I want to zoom it out even to like last year, if you can remember. Uh that I went against opposing. Yeah. yeah. Opposing offensive lineman. Jimothy um, asked that. Okay, so, so let's start with spring. I mean, has somebody been the the toughest that you've gone against in spring? I'll he, say Avery gets, Jones. Avery Jones. Here's here's the thing about him. You may beat him once, but then if you're trying to do that same thing, you can't do it. He 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 adjusts very well to what you do. He, he's yeah. a quick learner. So say when he when he goes through drills, Jason. Very because we, yeah, because we don't get to see y'all do team stuff, but I get to you know we get to watch y'all do drills from time to time. And his feet, like his base, is so wide. Like he's never gonna like step inside of his shoulders ever. Yeah, and his his technique's insane. Like it's yeah, it's second to none. It's it's amazing. His his technique just yeah, that's what experience right. looks like. It's just yeah, it's just that's what his experience looks like. His feet, mm-hmm. his base, his hands, his aggression off the line of scrimmage is great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Is there a guy from last season that you recall is like, man, that guy was that guy was tough to go against? Um, it's fine if you don't. I hate to bring up, I hate to bring up the team, but uh, what's his name? Um, Alabama. Who's his one of the tackles? Yeah, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're very good. Yeah, I know. I know he's from Wisconsin, but yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. He's he's good. He's good. He he did he did he did very well. There's a lot of talk, Jason, about Auburn's tight ends, and yeah. and I'm sure you don't match up with the opposing tight ends very often. But yeah, I'm usually inside. Yeah, but I mean, Hugh Freeze has talked a lot about the tight ends. I mean, are, are, are guys making plays there? He talks about how they're they're leaders. I mean, I asked him a few weeks ago. I'm like, who are the leaders on the team? And he said you. He said Tate Johnson. He said somebody else, and then he was like, and the whole tight end room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, uh, what do you want to know, Mike? As far as I mean, what's standing out about the tight ends to you? I mean, it's, it's fair weather. Well, one thing about the tight ends, like in, they're they're physical, like they're not a, yeah. afraid to block anybody, and that's how that's every single last one of them. You see them trying to crack people every single day. So, um, especially Luke, Luke, Luke's been Luke's been really good. Okay. Um, again, all the linebackers. I mean, again, like very physical, very big. If you look on paper, like. Um, six four, six five, and then you have like six three and stuff like that. But yeah, they've they've done an amazing job this spring. I think they they're up there with stepping it up. Um, give me give me something on Rivaldo Fairweather. People cannot get enough of him. About Rado? Yeah. No, yeah, Rivaldo has hands. Rado yeah. has hands. He ain't dropping the ball. <laughs> 
It don't matter what. It, it, he can get hit by a truck. He ain't dropping the ball. That's one thing about him. That's nice. That is certainly nice. All right, Jason, let's jump into some listener questions in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. I want to encourage you to join the Locked On Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. All right, C. Smithy asks you, Jason, what aspect of your game do you think has improved the most this spring? Um, One aspect I feel like always be, you know, for me being as tall as I am, I have done a better job of pad level. And again, for the rest of my, I'm 6'6". Six, six. For the rest of my life, that's going to be the main emphasis is my pad level. Mm-hmm. I've done, I think I've done a better job at pass rushing as well. I know that's lacked in my game, especially last year. I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get a sack, which really hurt me. So that that's one of the things that I've been trying to improve in the offseason and in the spring. Well, they also uh, took you off the field on third down a lot. Well, that's because I couldn't pass rush. So I mean, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And then Jay Daly asked, "How much can you bench?" You know, we haven't really maxed. Last time I maxed, I think it was I'm not a heavy bencher at all. I have long arms, you know. I'm like I think I think I'm in the four hundreds now. I think. Yeah, that's not that's not that's not a lot. That's not a lot. You really need to get that higher. Hey, that's that that's a win for me. I mean it's <laughs> a win for me. Yeah, four four hundred's nothing, Jason. Four hundred's nothing. Okay. Um I'm joking for people that don't know sarcasm. Andrew asked, How do you balance your training time to maximize both power? and technique and is it mostly player led and motivated or does the staff do a lot with that uh in times of when that, the coach that, that's is on a, the, i think that's a great question yeah great question it's a great great question but mm-hmm. um as far as like when the coaches are on the road mainly this stuff especially in the summer is going to be player led now when the coaches are back then it's going to be coach led um and then the question was how do i balance uh training with what now uh, just training as far as both balancing power and technique was his question. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, power and technique all fall in one thing. I mean, you can have all the power, but if you don't have no technique, then what is it? Right. You can have all the technique and have no power, then what is it? I think mm-hmm. you got to find that balance. and You always got to put yourself in the best position to work both things at the same time. So when you go out there and you execute it, then you can do it. Nam asks, do beans belong in chili? I don't eat chili, but no. You don't eat chili? I don't eat chili. What does that mean? It just doesn't taste right. It just it just doesn't it, taste right. Chili doesn't taste right? It doesn't taste right. So when it's like a when it's a cold evening and you just need yeah. something cozy, what are you okay. going with? A burger? Okay. Uh all right. Some fries. All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's certainly not a wrong answer. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Jay will ask, what do you think about the eight day setup? You said you liked it, right? Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Amazing cool. setup. Uh, let's see. Drums or flats? I guess when it comes to wings. Wings. Uh, flats. Flats. Uh, okay. Those are all the ones I can actually ask you. You, so. you technically can do stuff with drums, but flats. I like flats more too. I always feel like I never eat enough of the drum. Like I always feel like I leave meat on there, and I'm like, oh, I, I, I clean my, my bones. I clean my bones. No matter drum or flat, I clean them. But I prefer flats. Flats are easier to deal with. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. All right. So as far as like 
goals after I don't know when I'm going to talk to you again on the show. So goals after a day this summer are what for you? Um, obviously the main answer, you know, is to be the best version of me, but um, I just want to continue to improve. Like you can have a great spring and then just stop, you know, and yeah, I don't want to be known for that. I want to, I want to keep on improving You're not, you know, you can't be comfortable with what you just did because what people really see is in the fall. You know what I mean? People only really see what's in the fall or happens on Saturdays. So I want to continue my um, my development all the way up until yeah. uh, those games. If you don't want to answer this question, just say you don't want to answer it. But starting on the 15th, the following 15 days, like a lot of your teammates are going to have to enter the portal. Like you as a leader in this locker room, what are you kind of expecting from that? Um, about the transfer, you know, I'm a transfer myself. So right. I'll say, like, everyone has different reasons for entering, for entering the portal. Some forced, some unforced. But, I mean, sure. Um, like I said, many people have different reasonings. Some might be family. Some might be this. Some might be, might be that. So, yeah, playing time. Uh, I mean, whatever. As a player, you don't really like look at that, you know, or I try not to look at that. You just, again, you, what I do and I always say is put your head down and keep working because whatever happens, happens, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Yeah. Is that something where, like, and for the people and for the people, uh, the players, if they do decide to go into the portal, I wish the best of luck for them. Yeah. No matter where they, no matter where they go, and I know that they'll do. Guys that enter the portal elsewhere then choose to come to Auburn. What do you see your role being, you know, as far as like welcoming them in? Um, I see my role as just like just invite them in. Again, Auburn's about family, and if we're gonna be about family, then let's be about it. Um, my job isn't to veer them away, is to, to bring them in, make them feel loved, make them feel um show them the culture, show them how to do things right. So yeah. I think that's what my main objective is for the people that are coming in, especially the new freshmen. We still got a lot of freshmen that haven't came in and they need a role model. So I, I want to be that role model for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The baby goat is coming in. Hank Brown. Yeah. The quarterback. <laughs> Y'all going to have a little baby goat just walking around the locker room. Just walk around the locker room. Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I can't wait to see what that looks like. Um, but no, all jokes aside, Jason, thank you so much, man. Congrats on the great spring. Good luck. Uh, Saturday. Uh, on a day and let's talk soon yes sir thank you so much of course yeah be sure to follow jason on socials at the jason jones and you can find all my written work at auburndaily.com daryl daprich will join me sunday morning as we will do an a day recap show all right here on locked on auburn